know, this was always a place that sort of, it's definitely a very unique place and an interesting place to work. People yeah. drive around the corner and they're like, wow, what <gasps> yeah. is this place? One of the most popular things is this aquarium behind us. It is, so that is a 22,000 gallon aquarium. It is definitely the highlight, and I think that's what Mr. Kirkland, who sort of, that was his vision, to have a highlight as you come around the corner. And yeah, the people are just drawn straight to it, yeah. and then, you know, they're getting to see the fish swim around, and a turtle. And I think the vision is sort of like you're in Real Foot Lake, only much clearer than Real Foot Lake, you know? <laughs> and it does have one of the cool bubbles, so if you're a kid or kid at heart, you can crawl in there and get your picture in the bubble. <laughs> you see some large crappie and spotted gar and long nose. Here, everything that you see is something that you could potentially go outside and see. And that's sort of part of the idea of educating people about what is around them. Everything that is on display is native and you could potentially see it right outside the door. The award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello everybody and welcome back to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching and listening. we got a fun show lined up for you today. We are once again at the Discovery Park of America in Union City, Tennessee. And I'm excited to have Amy helping me co-host again. And, and today we're, we're going to talk with John Parr. He's the Aquarium and Wildlife Director here at the park. And we appreciate you being with us. It's good to be here. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having us in your space uh, and invading the wildlife area today. Right in the middle of the exhibit. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So we've done a couple shows with uh, with uh, some guys here and it's I'm excited to talk more about wildlife. The last one was about snakes and, and turtles and we're going to do more. So uh, well, we got some more guests. Yeah, we got more oh, guests yeah. and, and uh, critters and, and people. So it'll, it'll be fun. Um, so let's start off with just learning about yourself, John. What, uh, what brought you to the park and, and what's your career looked like over your life well, always been in wildlife well my uh well first off i'm from here from obine county and so that sort of brought me here but um i went to utm and uh, in biology and then i moved to gulfport mississippi for 10 years or so experienced hurricane katrina and all that oh, that man. that stuff but uh, then I got my PhD and from southern miss to the top if any if you've been and then uh <laughs> The, uh, so then I came back, sort of, and, and uh, you know, this was always a place that sort of, it's definitely a very unique place mm -hmm. and an interesting place to work. It's, you know, there's not really, you don't really go to the many of middle, you don't really go to the middle of many cornfields and all of a sudden there's this thing. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah as, as we spoke with Scott uh, on, on the first episode here, he, he thought, you know, People yeah. drive around the corner and they're like, wow, what <gasps> yeah. is this place? Yeah. And yes, and, and even when you work here, sometimes you say, what is this place? Because it's eclectic, definitely. Well, you know, we brought that up. Like, you see something new or it's like, has that always been there? Or, or, I mean, because there is so much here. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been fun uh, as we've been exploring and, and seeing all the different things that there is to but do But I will have to say, as we've done a couple episodes, one of the most popular things is this aquarium mm -hmm. behind us. So you want to talk about that? It is. So that is a 22,000-gallon aquarium. And um, 
It is actually one of the easier things for us to take care of because there's a giant cast iron uh, rotate. It is a bead filter that sort of oh. we hit a button and it kind of all sort of does it. And oh, so wow. then I have to scrub the walls and once a week. And I've been in it before, but it stays at exactly 70 degrees, so it's not exactly the most comfortable thing to swim <laughs> in. It's not like you're a little chilly. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, and so it it is definitely. The highlight, and I think that's what Mr. Kirkland, who sort of, that was his vision, to have a highlight as you come around the corner. And yeah. I've often wondered why they decided to put it on the second floor, but <laughs> hey, they did it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's but, uh, but I'm amazed. I mean, the people are just drawn straight to it. Yeah. And then, you know, they're getting to see the fish swim around and a turtle. Uh, I see at least one turtle in there. So, And I think the vision is sort of like you're in Real Foot Lake, only much clearer than Real Foot Lake, you know. <laughs> and it does have one of the cool bubbles. So if you're a kid or kid at heart, you can crawl in there and get your picture in the bubble. <laughs> that is definitely a picture spot. And whenever a kid goes missing, that's one of the first places we look. <laughs> I guess I didn't think about that. But the, oh, where's the kid? Yeah. Hear the announcement <laughs> over yeah. the intercom. <laughs> so uh, one th one neat thing we'll come back to the vision here. We we're going to talk about the vision of this area, but one neat thing about the aquarium is it's it's native, right? It's yes, native species, right? Yes, and so what we have in there is we have catfish that. So most of the fish that you're seeing in there have been in there for ten years. So they've sort of gotten you know you see some large crappie and some. And uh, we have large catfish and lake sturgeon and. Um, Got some car. Gar, two kinds of gar that are spotted gar and the long nose and then but we have our bass and our shell crackers and our brim they've sort of passed on just just by age yeah, so yeah. we are looking at having as part of our june 10th the uh, free fishing day having kind of a restocking of, mm. of the <laughs> we know that out in the ponds around there which is one if you come here you can fish can fish the ponds yeah we talked Scott about Hall. that we talk, yeah we talked about that <laughs> and june 10th of course it's free fishing day or you don't fish without the license yeah day. yeah and so uh, we've maybe collect some of the our ideas to collect some of those bass that are out there because we've seen some pretty big ones and Put them in the community tank. Now I've got. I will say that's okay for here, but as part <laughs> of our because they're in. your fish. But any other time, do not do that. Do not move fish. Do not move fish. Do it's not move. particularly bass. Yeah. Because there's a whole story we we need to do a show on that. Yeah. But yes, but he can do that here. But well, anywhere else, no, and, and no, no moving fish. <laughs> Don't move wildlife. <laughs> yes. And we uh, we have a quarantine process that's sort of a 60 day kind of things so that they don't bring all the diseases that could possibly be in the wild yes. out, in, in, inside. Yeah, yeah. A lot of precautions go, I'm sure, for many aquariums and zoos, and there's all kinds of uh, hurdles to, to cross, you know, mixing and bringing in new wildlife, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so, I got a few notes here, but the vision of this aquarium in this department, what, what was uh, uh, Mr. Kirkland's vision for this? Well, and so, this is, this whole facility is sort of the vision of the people he he plus the people in the area and um so this is supposed to be like you you go to the memphis zoo or the nashville zoo and you might see animals from you know africa which are definitely cool and worth seeing but here everything that you see is something that you could potentially go outside and see and that's sort of part of the of the vision of the idea of educating people 
around about what is around them right immediately here, yeah. around them mm -hmm. and so we have like all everything that is on display is native and you could potentially see it right outside the door and y'all do education programs we're standing right here in the spot where those programs happen people can come around and and see the turtles and see the snakes and touch them and uh, yeah. you got a, a great staff here that puts on programs oh definitely and eric who was in another podcast yeah. episode he's very enthusiastic about it and you can tell just a little bit <laughs> yeah that's right that's right he gets excited yeah it's great <laughs> we have another person who tiffany miller is her name and she takes care of the more of the back of house stuff and i sort of do both whatever has to be done all that the stuff. behind the scenes the one that get you know you don't see them much but they're doing <laughs> everything behind the scenes yeah yeah and then that's something we could talk about I mean, there's a lot of work that goes on behind well, yeah, you see behind, out here. What you see, yeah, there's tons behind the scenes. You talked about cleaning tanks, but there's so much more, right? Well, yes, and I would say that based on my experience, if you want to get a turtle, you might should reconsider, right? Because <laughs> they are, they are pretty messy, and so there's lots of cleaning up. And I think that the turtle actually prefers it dirty, you know. So we, yeah, yeah. They, they're not looking for like. <laughs> Cleanliness. <laughs> yeah, so we get some of them that get a little upset whenever I have to clean them, but we uh, spend a lot of time doing that. The filter, there's various filters, and and probably the easiest animal that we have is the, the easiest animals we have are the snakes. They're pretty, mm. you know, they like to be fed once a week, and we clean out their substrate once a month, and then other than that, they kind of just want to be left alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we had had the pine snake on the previous episode with, with Eric, and, and you could tell it was ready to move on. It, yeah. it didn't want to be handled, and no. uh, it was pretty active, but uh, that's very cool. Very. And cool. we have a few of them, like the corn snake. They, they tend to be more, I found them to be more willing to be handled, like it doesn't really bother them. They sort of just lay there and chill, yeah. you know, which, is, which is makes them good for people to touch and kids especially because i as i tell them if this snake bit you you must be a bad person because i've never <laughs> seen it like <laughs> uh, so how do you uh how do you get your your critters here uh, how do you find them how do you acquire well, i actually brought them on yes <laughs> you've been stalking no. <laughs> when i was an officer i had to go to a home and remove a flying squirrel from a house mm. so and we you know, it's delivered here yeah so would you like to see that flying? Is this this is this is one of them? <laughs> All right. So we can. See we always it. love show and tell. Yes. Oh, that's right. And so you might can. I don't know if you. I don't know which. Oh, there one. he is. Pretty active. You brought. Oh. We're gonna hope. One's the, hiding. We're from gonna us. hope the other one is right inside this little. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna say open it right off. <laughs> we'll know if it's not. Yeah, oh. we'll see. Yeah, the the one that I got was hand raised, and it is illegal to take wild animals and make them pets. Yes. So, uh, but we did get it a home here for educational purposes. Yeah. And one cool thing about these is they're not really rare. They're just you just don't. Really you don't see, see them. them. They are nocturnal, <laughs> and that's what people just. That's why you don't see them. But they are a very fascinating creature. They do not fly. They actually are more similar to a sugar glider. They glide. Yeah, they just so spread their they hand little, arms like, out. Little wings. Yeah, webs or. And you can see how they they like to they like to hide. And of course, since they're they spend their days sort of covered up, and they like it dark back there. And yeah, and at night. Well, actually, one time I walked. We have a larger cage, similar to this, but larger back there where we keep them most of the time. And I came out one morning, and one of them was like here, like on the outside. And it's one of those things where you see like you. I walked past. What are you doing out? Wait a minute. 
wait a minute, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so he found a way out. Yes, uh, and, and he found, you know, like through a little crack down at the bottom, he found a way out. And so we, they they will do that. I don't think anybody that has raised animals knows that they tend to find a way. They don't really want to go anywhere. Like he was just still hanging out on the outside. He yeah. was just. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like when cattle or goats get out, they always come back. <laughs> Sometimes. And one thing to mention, y'all are not a rehab facility. So, you we know, you don't take animals to rehab or take care of, but, you know, they, they are an educational facility, and that is one reason why I could bring that animal here for you all to use as an educational facility. Yeah, and, and that's yep. true, and that brings up one of the points that we get a lot is people calling, wanting us to take animals, and, and our policy is we just tell them to contact the TWRA and see, and if they decide that this is a place where they can, we can house them, then... We will consider that, but we're not rehab, and we can't take animals from people and that, and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. Y'all work with us when it's when it works for you, you know, and uh, find those rehabbers online. Yes. And, and those folks who can take those in, they have the permits to take care of, of the critters. And uh, and as we we get yeah. a lot here, on the, actually on the park grounds, people, good Samaritans, I guess, wanting to take their little the little uh, red-eared slider that's about this, this silver dollar size red-eared slider. Yes. And yeah, it's like, you know, that, that is, it, I know it's, it's hard sometimes, but you might've just taken the meal from another animal, you know, that, that one, cause the, and also due to that is one of the reasons why we're seeing some turtle populations declining because mm -hmm. people want to put them into the pet industry and make them into the pet trade. So right. don't, don't pick up the wildlife, please. <laughs> don't pick up wildlife. Don't take wildlife home. Uh, Wildlife is meant to be wild. Yes. That's right. And and the animals here we have are would would be wild except they can't be anymore. Mm -hmm. They right. they've all they've decided that they can't make it in the wild anymore. Yeah, like that one was hand raised. So, you know, we can't go turn it back out. We can't rehab it and put it back out. It was imprinted and hand raised. And most of our, our snakes, I take a frozen mouse and set it like right in front some of them I sort of have to almost shove it in their mouth because they yeah. they've gotten to the point where they're not interested in it and really hunting them down or anymore. Right. Yeah. Just put it in my cage. I'll take care of it later. <laughs> that's right. So, um, and that's, you know, like we have a partnership with y'all. So talk about some of your other partnerships that you have. And so uh, we have Real Foot Lake and Paris Landing both come here on a semi-regular basis because the main thing that they have is those, is their cool birds. Yes. And we enjoy seeing those and they, and of course they're a big hit with everybody. And so um, we we had one of their owls at, a, at a, an event not too long ago, and he was not happy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it was hissing at everybody, and I was like, "Well, of course. I mean, good yeah. day. we're out here in the sun, and it's yeah. hot." But it, yes, they do have an amazing bird program. And that's probably the owl that I think it's—I forgot his name—but the one that they sort of hold out all the time. Yeah, I should—I should, I should a, remember. It yeah, never has a, it never has a issue, but that day it did. Yeah, it was just <laughs> that's like, fun. And we we have outside we have some I guess semi wild ducks that sort of came in and we have koi on the outside and of course our fish and if you come here on a sunny day you'll see sliders all over the place. So the uh, ducks just moved in. Yes, <laughs> they sort took, of. Out, took over. Yes, and and <laughs> unfortunately, like because what I learned from this is your people find duck eggs again those good Samaritans find the duck eggs and then they'll be like oh I found a duck egg and you know they'll like somebody brought one in when I'm like, you know, 
They were trying to be, but you know. They were what? trying to be, but <laughs> you know, that's leave, just leave wildlife wild, well, leave yeah. everything alone. Yeah, and I, and I mother learned, nature knows what she's doing. And I learned the ducks were it was laying the egg one at a time um, over the course of a few days, yes. and it it hadn't abandoned them. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And then we had like I think thirteen little ducklings pop out, and they were all cute and everything. So now it looks like uh, y'all have a lot of. Wildlife events. So do you want to talk about some of your wildlife events that you have? We do. We have. We just finished with, uh, we had bee day, pollinator day. And I'll, and if you're here, um, another semi-wild thing, I guess, is we do have honeybees. And there's, there's a Simmons barn out, uh, an ag, the ag barn is what, red barn is what we all call it. And there's a, there are honeybees that can come from the outside and they come in and they're there on a glass display and oh, you yeah. can see them and, They've had a, we've had an issue with those again. It's one of those weird things because animals don't necessarily like the same conditions as humans because when they first went in there, it was not air conditioned. Mm. And so now they've air conditioned it for human comfort and the bees don't, don't like, like it. it. <laughs> they want it warm and yeah. they've had some, some struggles over winters and that kind of thing to, uh, keep them around but but we we keep trying you know yeah. it's, it's kind of cool though it's neat to see those bees i was there and i saw saw them you know i guess they, get, they can go out right and come back and yes they're sort of like it looks it looks i assume it's probably exactly the same as like your dryer vent on the outside of mm -hmm. your house yeah they sort of kind of go in and out through that and one day we had actually a wild swarm just outside and our beekeeper came and found the queen and put it down in a little box. And so we... And that's pretty cool. If you've never seen that, actually, <laughs> wow. somebody come and get them. We had some uh, honeybees show up at our, our house when I was a kid. And, and uh, so, yeah, we had to call somebody because actually my mom's highly allergic. So we, <laughs> she stayed inside, but dad called a friend and they came over and got them. And that was the coolest thing I saw because, I mean, I was like, oh, wow, you're just going, you know, you got this bee suit on and the looks like smoke and i mean it was fascinating when yeah. you're a kid you're like oh that's just cool yeah that's so. pretty cool and we have um so we have bee pollinator day and we had some butterflies we've raised butterflies for the hospice they do a butterfly release and every year and we sort of raise those butterflies for them and watch them until they become butterflies from caterpillars then oh we gotta <laughs> then we have a fishing day coming up so you can come in free with a fishing pole Mm -hmm. And that kind of just sort of promote the outdoors. We're, we were celebrating Turtle Day, not actually on National Turtle Day, but we're celebrating it a little. You can celebrate Turtle Day anytime. Anytime right you want. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with Snake Day. Turtles are the, probably the thing that we have most of if, here. So we're yeah. sort of doing our own little Turtle Day. And we have Snake Day. And then we're just going to have a general Tennessee wildlife wildlife day and i think y'all are bringing yep. the, the wildlife truck yeah yeah we're gonna bring the trailer up and set it up awesome so. yeah amy's got a great display uh trailer display that shows some of the native wildlife here in tennessee and, and then some non-native too that's true that's true and i, I and then i also want to make sure I, I shout out to uh utm and they always they're so close here that they bring we have ornithologists that come and and uh herpetologist comes that sort of brings stuff and helps us out on educating the public and they're all they're both real good and we appreciate utm well i know scott was mentioning in his show with, that we did with him about the the fishing and stuff that happens y'all do concerts out here and the kids can fish and 
exactly enjoy the lake and even if, if you have a membership here you can come and fish anytime right is that how that works as far as yeah as long as you got your license and yeah that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right yeah so yes you can and uh the rhythm on the rails is what we're doing what happens in may and june so every friday night you can come and fish and especially as it gets hotter you'll probably want to do it at that later time of the day yeah yeah and, and but uh you can come fish and and uh, we have several people that do. I've seen some one person that actually works here and he fishes a lot out in the pond. And so that's we, pretty cool. Yeah, that, do you offer that? And uh, I know what was it stocked when y'all built the place? So it, those fish have grown. I, and and kind of I don't. What I've heard, and I assume this is true because I wasn't here since the beginning, is that it wasn't stocked. Oh, all okay. those fish have sort of just made their way here <laughs> somehow. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> But that's that's awesome that that's offered and uh, you know that's uh, you got wildlife and you got you know what you can interact with out there fishing and things like that and then you got what you can see I mean you got you and got I, beavers and and I think that, and I think that the largest complaints we get are with skunks and it happens sort of <laughs> when the rhythm on the rails starts because. The skunks, I'm sure, were doing their mm. their thing, the, yep. like their same thing. Love that is in the air. <laughs> and, then, and so then when rhythm in the rails happens, then they're like, oh, they're skunks. Well, we have baby skunks everywhere. <laughs> and so February is the month of love, and then there comes babies, <laughs> and that comes with rhythm on the rails. So then there you go. Yeah, we actually had <laughs> we actually had one small skunk, and Eric Eric actually. Eric and I went out there because the the uh, maintenance people were changing the air con air filters, and there was a skunk with its head stuck in the air conditioner, like it was stuck in just a little hole. <laughs> and Eric managed to rescue it. <laughs> I can remember uh, somebody getting they were skunks got in their air conditioner unit and sprayed, and it went all through the house. <laughs> There's no going back there. No. No. So, um, you do have some uh, skate artists around here, right? Oh, yeah, we have. <laughs> we have. So, this guy was one of them at one point, but then we had. Um, Got another skate artist down here. One of the, the actually, the, the one of the turtles that Eric brought out, it managed to climb out of a container. We had to watch it on video, just sort of came in and flopped there on the ground. You could see it like, oh, what do I do now? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but this guy, so we have recently taken our because we're trying to get ready to stock some additional fish and we need to quarantine them mm -hmm. so we had these guys like in the back in this quarantine tank but we need it for the fish so we put them in the community tank which is what we call the large 22,000 gallon tank and so we have this guy who likes to bask in a corner and twice I came in actually three times this turtle was just in the floor like <laughs> like just sort of scurrying around so I had to figure out how is this turtle getting out so adding some extra netting and whatnot and we get this so this is a red-eared slider I guess I there's should always one it's like mm -hmm. cows there's always one I'm trying to, to see if you they eat little fish so sometimes they confuse it I think they they eat fish here but what I've learned about turtles is they eat everything mm. anything and I guess that's why they're survivors. But you can't really see his red ears from this angle. No. But maybe we can get him to come out. We're withdrawn. And this is a, a water turtle, right? It likes water. This is a red air slider. Yep. Yeah. So it likes to, and we have, it, we have, it likes to bask. So we put flow. Those are the ones in. when you're out fishing that you see up on the logs yep. or stacking on each other. And, you know, that's, yep. 
that's what well, we typically see. We saw one out, out out there in the in the pond on the little dam, and and we were watching it, and the kids were like, "That's that was not real. It's not moving." <laughs> and so we had this argument between the family that one was half of us said it's real, half of us said no, it's a fake, it's a fake one. So we came back, still there. We're like, it has to be fake. And then my daughter saw it jump off right at that moment. She's like, no, it's real. It moved. And if you see them out there, you'll notice like this. You'll you'll really recognize how clean this turtle is because those turtles out there, they love to be covered in stuff. You know, yeah. they have they have their own ecosystem. Yeah, growing, growing on them. Yeah. It's kind of fun, but yeah. So and they're very vibrantly colored. Mm-hmm. No, look, I think. Oh, yeah, oh there we go. Open your, your mouth. Yeah. I, you can little see his ears a little bit there. I won't get too close, but yeah, you don't want to lose a finger. Now. Well, they have it. It, it did bite me once in the back, in here, and it drew blood. So they they do they they do hurt. But it was my fault for I was trying to feed another turtle and ignoring him, so he didn't like that. So he just took a bite out of you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'd say in your line of work, you have to kind of watch your back in some cases. Oh, when you're dealing with all these different turtles and different. Aquariums and tanks. You got to know what's around you. That's true. Like when I was uh, in the in the community tank, um, I noticed that our I don't know if it's just our fish or fish in general. They don't really seem to care that I was there. They were just like hitting me, and you know, like <laughs> like they they weren't really doing anything, just kind of bumping in and bumping off. You know, it's just like I guess ours have gotten used to. Yeah, used to people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know that we asked Eric this, but. Uh, we asked uh, Scott, "What's your favorite yeah. part of this of this park?" I know you're the wildlife guy, but what's one of the things that stands out to you that you like best about Discovery Park of America? Well, in addition to how how, like I said earlier, eclectic, how there's just so much variety here, you kind of can't get bored. I guess it's sort of like a ad ADD person's dream, maybe <laughs> yeah. or maybe nightmare. I'm not sure. Which yeah. But they, <laughs> there's so many things. But I would say that. Because before I did this, I was a docent, just sort of part-time. And there we have the um, Japanese garden yeah. outside, and there's koi out there. And it's kind of like they have the, the music playing, and you can just sit out there. And it's kind of nice all every all the time of the year. Yeah. So I that's probably my favorite spot in the park. That's uh, Those gardens are pretty. Uh, you can see them from the tower yes. up there looking out, and you can yes. see the different gardens. Uh, I think you were pointing those out to us the other day, and um, it's just, uh, I'm sure some of the wildlife, those gardens attract are cool to sit and watch, too. Yeah, we have to sometimes, well, this time of the year, like, uh, we have a, well, it, it always happens sort of in the spring when, they, when we had a baby possum the other day. It was in the... Um, in the children's area, and so oh, some when I went out there because they called me out there, and some <laughs> child, <laughs> some child was like protecting it from the other children, and I saw this horrified little possum curled up out there in the playground. You know, oh. I had to rescue the possum from the children. Was the yeah, <laughs> and that's I could see that. Yeah, well, the grounds are beautiful, so there's no telling what uh, wildlife will be attracted. Do you ever see deer running around out here anywhere? I haven't really seen. I guess the fencing is pretty that good at keeping the deer from, out. Yeah, jumping but in, but I'm sure they got them in, around here. We definitely have raccoons and skunks, and I'm and in this area, there's deer all over the place. So I'm sure that they, if they've never made it in, they've gotten close. You know the. The fence rows, I'm sure, are pretty pretty good for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we were up on in the tower the other day, looking over, I think it's beautiful. You see all the ag fields around and all the stuff that 
goes on right here. It's just a, it's a beautiful park. And you know, and if you hear the background, you'll notice we have some very excited kids that getting to see some wildlife around here. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you're hearing them, they're pretty, they're pretty jacked because I mean, this is, this is great. They're getting to see it. Yeah, it's they're the, super excited. <laughs> it's, it's what. Uh, all the kids love and they're, yes. they're going through the little <laughs> view tank there they're in the view tank yeah <laughs> well this has been fun john i appreciate you well thank you for having me and thanks for coming here and promote and help us promote our wildlife and yeah. hopefully we'll help you do help you promote the wildlife as tennessee as a whole yeah i think it's very cool that you can come here and kind of see what's around you right here in union city and real foot and all that fun stuff so oh it's it's a gorgeous place yeah well this is tennessee wildcast amy thank you I uh, appreciate you helping co-host this one again. Uh, we got some more shows we're going to shoot here at the park, so keep coming back. Uh, this has been fun. Uh, Tennessee Wildcast. Find us at tnwildlife.org. You can subscribe to our podcast uh, on, the, on your favorite podcasting platform. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there everywhere, so follow us, like us, share us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.